Hey, all right. So I am on the line with a Mr. Carlos Senta, aka El Surohano de la Bachata. Did I, did I say that right? <laughs> you good, you good, you good. And so, um, and so my girl told me, man, that is uh, the bachata surgeon. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. All right. Um, so you are a renowned Caribbean, Dominican bachata expert and educator, and you have taught at many international festivals and events around the world. Is that correct? This is correct. This is correct. Yeah. I didn't get myself that name, by the way. Just, just to clarify. <laughs> yeah, we go. We gonna get into it. Yeah. Uh, but you were born in San Francisco, but you were born in San Francisco, but raised in Chicago. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. How you doing? How you doing today, man? Doing all right. How about you? Yeah, I'm doing perfect, man. So yeah, let's get into it, man. Where did you get that nickname from? Uh, so that one kind of gave to myself, but other people kind of, kind of, uh, you know, the, the way that I break things down is, man, you're like a surgeon. The way you break these things down, and I was like, I like that, and I'm, I'm gonna use that. Okay. Um, just, you know, with how I explain, you know, just the musicality and how I put together the system and all the lesson plans and everything. So, yeah, I I, I pay attention a lot to the details, hey. you know, and, and then just, you know, base my teaching around that. That's important, man. It's very important, man. Yeah. I, I'm curious, man. So I know you were born in San Francisco. Um, What what brought your parents out to San Francisco, man? Uh, So my mother, my mother, um. She she went to college out there out in Berkeley. Okay. And the Berkeley? Uh, she didn't go to Berkeley, it was this uh, little uh, art college in Berkeley. Okay, she, okay. Yeah. And uh so my dad is out there somewhere. Uh he's a musician and so they just met at a little jazz bar. And um, you know, here I am. <laughs> and uh so yeah, I, I was born out there out in the Bay Area. Lived in Oakland, uh Alameda, I believe. Okay. How, yeah. How um, how long did you live there? Like left me a baby or yeah, I left when I was one. Okay. I was okay. one, then to uh, Mexico City for a year, and then in Chicago since then. Okay, and, and what brought your mother to Chicago, man? Family or? Yeah, family. That's where we're from, yeah. Okay, okay. Now, yeah. I, I got I to ask, man. I, I only hear, you know, the negative about Chicago. You know what I'm saying? Um, is it, what is it, what was it like growing up in Chicago, man? Uh, so I'm in the Burbs. You okay. Know? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm 10 minutes out, out west, uh, straight west. I grew up more... Um, here and in a, uh, it's a place called Bolingbrook, so it's kind of like southwest of the city. Um, the city itself, those unfortunate stereotypes, the the the, the facts. Um, it's, just, it's 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 unfortunate, but no, I I didn't necessarily grow up in that environment. Yeah, okay, I understand. Yeah. So I mean, tell me, man, what, what was it like growing up in um Bolingbrook? It was good, man. It was you know my mom. Uh, she brought me out there because there, she knows she know I love sports, and so that area is it's just a hotbed for you know D one athletes, all sports. Uh, okay. Yeah. So we, we 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 do our thing. We do our <laughs> thing football. So. What was the uh, what was your sport of choice, man? Football. It, I was football and baseball. Okay. Uh, but I ended up I don't know. There's just something about football that I loved. Which now, of course, if you could go back, I had way too many injuries, and you know Damn. my. Dad, told me growing up play baseball play baseball play baseball you know i, I did junior olympic i made the junior olympic team oh wow uh, when i was growing up but i just i just love football 
Now, now, are you talking about American football or like soccer? Which one? You? American football. American. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. American football, yeah. So, yeah, and then, um, you know, a few concussions, a few knees, you know. Wow. Ankles, everything later, like, I should have listened. Okay. And then he just gives you that look. I told you. Ah. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. So, yeah. I understand. I never understand that, man. So, I'm, I'm curious, man, you know, um. You're growing up in Chicago and everything. Where, where, did you grow up in a like a dancing household, or was it just strictly sports for you? No, oh, yeah, it was, it was all sports. Uh, I didn't start dancing till 2000, 2003. Like, how, first, how old were you? Born in 78, 2003, so that's, what, 22 plus 3, 25? Okay, so enough. Yeah, so I was 25 when I, when I started. I'm talking, like, I never, I didn't even hear my first Latin song till 2001. It was, you know, wow. R&B, R&B rap, um, things like that, you know. So I didn't, I didn't grow up with, with, with the, with that culture, you know. It's just, um, it was sports, sports, and more sports. I was, a, I'm a jock, still am a jock. <laughs> that, that's never gonna leave. That's my, that's my number one passion. I understand. Um, so yeah, it, 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 I guess it goes to show that this stuff can be learned. Ah, oh, so true. You want to learn it, you know, because. I never danced, and, it, and it's funny that uh, people always made fun of me in high school. Yeah, you ain't got no rhythm. You got no rhythm. <laughs> but you know, I guess I, I was a late bloomer, you know. Uh, I said it. <laughs> oh, so I mean, is it true? Do you feel like you didn't have rhythm back then? Is it something that you learned along the way? Uh, I don't think it was true. Okay. <laughs> but then again, I was always too shy to dance, which. Okay. You know, surprise, nothing's changed. I still I still can't get on stage and perform because I'm too shy. I get stage fright, you know, crap my pants, deer in headlights, all of that. And so me being on stage is not a good idea. I understand. I, I see keep, a lot of myself with you. Yeah, so it was just, nah. But I guess, you know, as the more, but the more I started to dance, I guess, you know, my mom always said, I know you're going to be a dancer since you were two. <laughs> Come on. So, uh, so, all right. So you're growing up, all right, growing up in sports and everything. Uh, at what point, I guess, did you realize that you weren't going to go professional, man? Or like, I guess you just stopped trying to injuries or what? Injuries. Yeah. I man. In- in- injuries, and then uh, this is, I like this question because this is because so I, I coach, right? I coach football, and um, I, I try to instill in the kids about work ethic, and and you know when when you're 18. You know, you're one of the stars on the team. You go D1. You know, you play as a true freshman, blah, blah, blah. You're good. So, you know, you kind of get a little ego. But it wasn't that, you know, like I thought, oh, I'm just better than everybody. But, you know, then you and your coach, you don't get along. And so you're like, oh, well, cool then. I'm chilling. Hey. But but in college, what a lot of, you know, a lot of kids don't understand is it's a business, especially the higher level you go. This yeah. is Coaches need to win games. So it's basically, yeah. oh, you going to sit out? Hey, you, let's go. You're in. Okay. What? Wait, 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 wait. No, it's too late. You you want to chill? Go ahead, sit back. Okay. So I had to learn the hard. I had to learn the hard way about a lot of. Uh, I feel I. I, I can only be mad at myself. I, I kind of wasted, wasted my talent, wasted my opportunity. Um. So, but yeah, then you know the concussions, the shoulders, the this, the that, and it's just like, man. Okay. Yeah, it got, got frustrated. I still still hard headed. Still want to play. You know. But, <laughs> couldn't leave it i don't i feel like the only thing i can say is like just like really generic advice man but i feel like you know everything happens for a reason right 
yeah, oh, they'd be they deliver in that. Yeah. Okay. So, what, what position were you, man? Running back. I, oh I, wow. Yeah, I, I like to. I always tell people, you know, guess by my body frame, but we're we're on the camera, so I'm like, man. But yeah, I play I play <laughs> running back. I was, uh, I mean, that's a that's a very physically demanding uh position, man. Well, and and I've never been really a big guy, but uh-huh. so just best believe I was. Quick. Yeah, but I see, I can see it. I I saw I saw some YouTube videos, man. You were slim dudes. So I I can see that. Well, I, I was bigger when I played. I, okay, I, okay. I had more, I had a little more beef on me. But, you know, <laughs> I don't need all that no more. <laughs> I understand, man. So yeah. um, so I right, so yeah, you're. Uh, what school did you go? To? You say you went D one, right? Yeah, I played at Toledo. Okay, all right for sure. And okay, so what were you majoring in, man? So it's funny. I always tell people my major was football. I just. I just <laughs> I just want to play football, uh, but I went for communications and education. So you know, I, I always like working with because I finished with, um, you know, let's just say life happened. I ended up, you know, going to a different school, and I finished with um, uh, hotel management or hospitality management. Okay, <laughs> life happened. <laughs> yeah, life happened. I just said that man. <laughs> took place, but let's let's just say life lessons. Hey, sure enough, you know so. Not going to complain. Yeah, for sure, man. So, you know, you do your thing, you graduate. And then how, you say you started dancing at 25. Well, what's that story, man? Oh, I got into it. Yeah, so it's funny. So I was dating a girl. 2003, I was dating a girl, right? You know, she's uh, she's Mexican. And again, I never danced, but, you know, she 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 enjoyed dancing. So she always want to go to, you know, there's a Thursday night spot out here. So, all right, cool. You know, let's go. And um, you know how when you're growing up, you know, your moms or your parents or whoever uh, would drop you off at the mall and just kind of, you know, just call me when you're ready to leave, right? Yeah, so that's kind of how I felt. We would walk in, and then she was just, boom, straight to the <laughs> And I would just be sitting there just on the couch. Okay. Okay, this, this, this sucks. And uh, so pretty much, you know, because I wanted to, you know, obviously I was interested in a woman, so I wanted to be in a relationship. Yeah. Um. I started taking classes behind her back, you know, just because, you know, she just like literally she would only come over to check on me when she was tired and she needed a break. Just having a good time out of breath. I'm like, (laughs) so so basically I was just the Uber to get to the club. Hey, I understand that. (laughs) You know, uh, so then I started taking lessons. So I, you know, can can I dance with my woman? Yeah. I dance with my lady. Hold hold on real quick. uh, Like salsa bachata, what was it? Or everything? Uh, I started with salsa. Okay. That was that was that was bad. I was bad. I was, <laughs> I was so uh, I I just I picked up bachata a lot easier. Oh. So I figured, and then and then I you know later on down the line I figured you know there's so many people doing salsa at the time because you know that was the main thing. You know bachata wasn't bachata back then wasn't what it is now. Oh. So I was like you know let me let me just focus on this because there's no way I'm gonna be able to do that you know in salsa. No way. Uh, so that started, you know, picking up bachata easier, and mm. I, just, I just stuck with that. Okay, so, I, I'm, cu- I'm curious, man. Yeah, tell me, what was, what was the bachata team, bachata scene in Chicago in 2005? Like a small group of people, small circle? No, it wasn't a scene. Bachata. I mean, it, this carried on until 2009, 10. Maybe eleven, twelve, where like you would have to beg the DJ, and I mean oh. beg the DJ to play a singular one bachata song. I mean, I, I remember being in the club. You'll go through a whole Mark Anthony album, 
before you even hear a, a bachata song. It's like, wow, come on. So, and then there was one club, my guy, my guy, uh, Walter, he goes, DJ Caliente. Um, he's out here and he, it was the only Monday night spot that I like going to because he played, he would play like three bachata. He would play three, three merengue. He would play three salsa. And it was, it was a consistent rotation. So okay. I, like, I could do this. Yeah. I, I I like this spot compared to everything else where again, you know, again, you, you only hear one, maybe two bachata songs the whole night. Okay. Just like, ah. So it, it wasn't like it is now. I'm I'm curious. Was it like what clubs were you going to? Is there was there like a small Hispanic population in Chicago, or like just the DJs just weren't playing that music? No, Chicago is a big. Ah, okay. Chicago is actually the second biggest Mexican populated city outside of LA. Oh wow! States in the U.S. Yeah. Okay, I got you. It's LA and then it's Chicago. Okay, I didn't know that. But yeah, there's a big Puerto Rican population. There's a lot of South Americans, but you know, mostly is uh, Mexican and Puerto Rican. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of the clubs, it, it, Chicago, in my opinion, maybe things are different now, but big picture, Chicago is a salsa city. Okay. Okay. Uh, and especially, you know, back back then, and then everywhere too, because when I moved to San Diego in 2005, you know, you, you, the same situation, you had to beg the DJ. You know, to play uh, bachata, and you get it like the last song of the night when everybody's cleaning up, lights are on. You know, it's like ah, yeah. You know, I get my one song, let's get it in, go home. Yeah, okay. So. Um, I definitely want to talk about you moving to San Diego, man. But but tell me, what was it like in those early stages learning bachata? What was that like for you? Uh, honestly, I took one month of classes. Ever. So so everything that I do, everything that I know is basically self-taught. Um, uh, I took, I took, I took one month, uh, two months and then one, uh, I did one private lesson and basically, you know, I was like, okay, maybe I'll just do the private lesson route. Cause you know, I, you work at, you're, you're taking classes at a studio. Obviously, yeah, yeah. At a, the studio got to keep the lights on. So they're not going to teach you as fast. Cause you know, it's just about retention. The longer you're taking classes, the more that, you know, that's exactly. Oh, yeah, I, get money. I get it. Um, but you know, I, I was running out of money. <laughs> you know, so, and then I took a private and I was like, yeah, I'm really not going to be able to sustain this. So pretty much I figured I, I, I had two, two, uh, you know, earth shattering revelations. I was like, okay, one is that everything that I'm learning, either the, the teacher either made up themselves or the teacher learned it from somebody else. And now they're teaching right. me. Right. Said, well, why can't I just make up my own stuff? So I was like, Okay, I can do this. Yeah, and then I, and then I realized all it's got to do is, I mean, if if it can go to a four count beat, you can pretty much do anything. Right. I promise you. From that point on, I was like, we're done with this. And then I, okay. I did class again. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I forgot the word for that, but you know, there's a word for that being self-taught, man. That's very impressive, bro. I appreciate it. Thank you. I mean, I, I, I so so with with playing football and, and I also coach. I used to coach college football too. We stay in that film room and, okay. you watch, and you watch film and you watch film and you're just analyzing movement. Right. You know, your steps, your shoulders, your pad level, where's your head, you know? So all of that, you know, paying attention to detail, I can hear the head coach in my head now. So <laughs> you know, all, all of that, it just transfers over to, you know, teaching dance. It's, it's the same concept. So, okay. you know, just watching a lot of people dance and I'm kind of just analyzing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was kind of, kind of like second nature. 
That's awesome, man. I, I have a, you just have this list of questions, man, but I'm like, get out of order, man. I'm curious. What lessons did you learn from like, you know, your, your career in football? You know, what lessons have you learned from football that you're able to translate to your everyday life, man? Um, really just, uh, so I'm a perfectionist, right? So, okay. and just definitely paying attention to the little details, um, and, and analyzing movement. And that's like the big thing that I'm on is analyzing every little step. If your shoulders are here instead of here, it will make every difference because yeah. go that way instead of going this way. When you're dancing, if your hand is like this and it's supposed to be like this, it will make the whole move right. work, not work. So just, you know, just, and I'm talking like slow motion, slow motion. <laughs> okay. Slow motion. That, that's what I do. And that's what, still what I do to this day. Okay. But just because I want to understand it and get everything right. Um, but also just, you know, the discipline and, and uh, the hard work and the, the time that it takes to push right. go out there and throw it together. So from coaching, um, you know, like the lesson plan is already or even I used to sub teach also. So just being a teacher, like the lesson plan has got to be ready, even though when you sub teach, you're kind of on somebody else's lesson plan. But it's just the same concept. Everything is ready. It's in order. OK, from this time. to So playing college ball, like from you know, two to two thirty meetings from three to three fifteen stretch from three fifteen to three thirty individual three thirty to four o'clock is, you know, this, I'm like, everything is mapped out to right, the minute. Right, right, right. So just being on, you know, time management is huge, mm. huge. So, and that's how I, that's how I teach. I, I'll write down a few things that I want to learn and I'll put a little number in circle. It should take 10 minutes. It should take five. It should take 25. So, okay. You know, and then, you know, give a little buffer on each end if there's questions or whatever. Okay. Yeah. I'm curious, man, going back to analyzing moves, um, I guess how can, like, the regular person, like someone like myself, apply that? Do I need to record myself social dancing or, like, just record myself practicing? What? Yeah. I mean, whether it's yourself, whether it's, you know, watching a YouTube video, watching somebody else, just... Ah, um, uh, okay. So, I'm you know, watching someone else as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, all of my content that I get, like, I, I, it's nothing that I've made up. Because again, my my focus is more, uh, excuse me, is is teaching people how to dance with the everyday social dancer, hey. you know, like just the random person in the grocery store off the street. Um, so I, I watch a lot of those videos and I just find a lot of common similarities. Uh, but again, I just break it down. I, and I I promise you, I go everything in slow motion. And I'm, <laughs> okay, so it's like kind of okay. Yeah. And I just, but I I like to nerd out like that. Okay, yeah, I understand that, man. It's fun. I guess definitely said that, man. So, um, say so you say you say you you know you do a couple months of, of social or of classes, yeah. a couple of privates, um, and then you move to San Diego. What, what brought you to San Diego, man? Weather. <laughs> and honestly, I promise you, that was it. I said Chicago got some brutal brutal winters, right? It, 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 we just had a nice uh, nasty snowstorm yesterday. Oh, wow. And then today it's it's nice and green and, and sunny again. So it's it's random, but I mean, you okay. know there's nothing new. We we live here, we complain about it every day. <laughs> you just you just go with it. <laughs> but uh yeah, so uh touching on that story of um well on that concept of everything happens for a reason again, which I definitely believe. This was two uh man, two thousand when I go there, I moved out there in six. So we'll call it 2005. Um, you know, I'm, I'm already done, graduated college. 
And I'm just I'm just tired of these winter times. Like this is this is garbage, man. So I'm looking on Craigslist, you know. Well, first I'm trying to find jobs in Chicago now, you know. And again, I'm, something that works with kids, something in hotels. You know, I had a couple of hotel jobs. I was like, yeah, it's just it's just not for me. You know, I, I need to work with kids. You know, I've worked in the YMCA's, after school programs. You know, everything like that. Um, so I'm on Craigslist. You know, I'm just looking, and I just start picking. You know, something where where wherever there's warm weather. I promise you, not true story. My mother's in the other room. She said, you know, what are you doing? I'm looking for jobs. Where are you looking at? I was like, oh, I'm just somewhere in California. I'm I'm in LA right now, you know, on, on the LA Craigslist thing. And she's like, try San Diego. I'm like, what? Try San Diego. And the first thought was, what's she talking about? I don't even know where San Diego is. What? what? <laughs> but then, you know, that whole little thing, you know, how like mothers are always right, no matter what. Like they just have this, I don't know what they have, this superpower, but mothers are always right. So then I was like, let me try something. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I was, yeah, so I looked it, looked it up and just started filling out jobs. And I promise you, the next day my phone rang. I was like, hey. kidding me? What? So I, I, in February, it was February 12th, I think. I flew out here. Oh, well, wow. I flew out to, not here, but I flew out to San Diego. Uh, one job was working. Um, one job was, was a women's professional football team, but so was a coach. And then the other job I applied for was uh, working with kids. But uh, kids with um, disabilities or, you know, in, in one of those type of uh, facilities uh, to help out. So, you know, I flew out there, did the interviews on the plane. As I'm about to shut my phone off, my phone rings uh, from the uh, from the kids facility. You know, we want to offer you the job. I was like, what? Yeah, cool. Hang up the phone. I promise you, as soon as I hung up the phone, the phone rang again. And it was a football hey, team. Hey, you want hey. What? <laughs> That's awesome, man. What? So I got both jobs. Those were the two that I wanted of, out of out of all the interviews that I had. Those were the okay, two nice, that I nice. So March twenty third, I packed up the car. I was out a month right. later. I mean, you drove out there, away? Yeah, and Dang. I made mistake one time. I was gonna say, how long was that, man? I had somebody with me. It was thirty one hours because My again, God. because again, in the Midwest, it still snows in you know late March. Like I said, this, we had a snowstorm yesterday, April fourteenth. So the first 14 hours, it was like an inch of ice on the highway. I had to drive behind the semi truck with my with my back seat like full to the top, trunk is full, uh, it, and it was just a nasty blizzard, man. For the first 14 hours, I was doing like 20 miles an hour. It was uh, terrible. It snowed all the way to the end of Arizona from Chicago. That's how much snow was in the U.S. at that time. That's it was crazy. Terrible. That, that's crazy. Yeah, so then I said, next time I move, I will happily spend the money and have them ship the car. <laughs> Not doing the drive ever again. Oh, man. 31 hours, bro? Oh, sure. my gosh. Car. That's crazy. Yeah. So so tell me, man, what was it like living in San Diego? It was cool, man. It was definitely definitely change of pace. You know, San Diego is a lot slower than Chicago. Um, it's the best weather on, on, on the planet. Well, I'll say at least in the States. I haven't been everywhere. Okay. But just man, it's seventy and sunny every day. Oh, it actually man. got warm a couple oh, years ago. What? It's like Groundhog's Day. I'm like, man, can I get a cloud? Can I get something? <laughs> you know? But then, you know, when, when wintertime comes and I'm watching the news and seeing all the blizzards and I'm at the beach on February, I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so um but yeah. Now, did cool. you um did did you continue to, you know, I guess uh, dance, teach yourself? Like what was up with the dance life? Yeah, yeah. So that's that's where where everything kind of all started. Um, 
with me with me like actually teaching in the studio uh and getting you know and, and building a building the scene down there you know bachata at that time so it was 2006 bachata was kind of non-existent oh wow of course there were some people doing it of course yeah yeah it was really like big you know uh-huh. I, I mean i say i kind of breathed life into it you know and just like because I, I, that's all i wanted to do is bachata bachata oh i remember my friend my buddy victor when i told him what i wanted to do he's like i don't know man that's you know that's that's kind of crazy. You know salsa, it's you know mainly salsa. I don't, I don't, you know, good luck. I'm not saying it's not going to work, but I really can't see that taking off. That's the worst thing to say to a competitor. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> worst thing because oh, it, you know, mm-hmm, okay, hold on. I'm serious yeah. about it. <laughs> yes. Okay, I got you. So, uh, so yeah, I just focused on that and and it did well. It, it definitely did well. You know, I, I had I danced a little bit different than everybody else, so it kind of caught people's eye. Hey, so yeah, then and uh, there's a, a YouTube on a YouTube on video. There's a video on YouTube, uh, 2007. It was you know with, with me wearing a green Mexico jersey. That's kind of that. That was one of the early when YouTube was kind of getting started. Um, but that you know a lot of people tell me that's that's the video that kind of inspired them to to dance bachata, which is you know okay. awesome. Yeah, so, yeah um, that that's how I was, you know the things I was doing. And again, at that time in 2007, not a lot of people were dancing like that. You know, so so it just kind of caught everybody's eye, like, oh, oh, what's all that? So you know, from there, oh, show me how to do this. Yeah, okay, cool, okay. no problem. And that's kind of how it kind of took off. Okay. In San Diego. Okay, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm curious, man. What was it like learning to teach for you? Like, what was that like? Teaching? Yeah. Or learning to teach? Uh, I've I, I've been coaching since I was in high school, so. Okay. Like I said, it it it, it transferred right over. You're just teaching a different sport. You know, so um, yeah, it didn't. There, there wasn't really a learning curve at all. Okay, for sure. Yeah, I understand that, man. And so, so you know, you get out to San Diego. You know, you start, you start working, everything, start building up your own, I guess, sauce of our bachata following, man. Yeah. Uh, what, what made bachata click with you? Like, is it the music? Like, what makes you like bachata so much? I love it so much. You know, well, like I said, it was. For me, it was easier to pick up than salsa. You know, you know, it was. It took me two months to figure out how to execute the crossbody. Two months. <laughs> and that's no joke. Two months. So me and salsa, we broke up a lot. A lot. I have a lot. Uh, but then, you know, again, I, I just I started to really dig the music, and you know, again, Aventura was was the main thing going, and and I liked, you know, I liked the music at the time, and I, it was mainly Aventura, uh, Extreme, and Toby Love. You know, were the main three, I guess. What people would consider to be modern. Okay. Uh, so you know, obviously there was Monchi Alejandra. There was there was everybody else. Yeah, yeah. All the legends from the '90s, Raulín, Luis Vargas, Anthony Santo, all those guys. Um, but because you know I wasn't really around that type of culture yet till 2009, uh, it was more the mainstream stuff. You know, the 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 aventura was was the main thing. Okay. So, okay. But with with the dancing crowd, I'd say. Now I get you. Yeah. So so let me ask you this, man. I wanna. Just getting into like maybe like the history of bachata, man. So I, I, to my knowledge, you know, bachata's from the Dominican Republican, Dominic right. Republic. And I didn't even know this though. Correct me if I'm wrong. My girl told me that at one point bachata was actually illegal in DR. Is that correct? So here's what I've heard. Okay, and, and please I, I inform me. I really don't like to get into history because I wasn't there. Okay, okay. And and it's not my culture, right? So I'm not Dominican. Um, but 
I, I've heard that story, but I've, at the same time, I've also heard that it wasn't illegal, like by law illegal, but it was more frowned upon based off of the type of environment that it was associated with, right? Uh -huh. So if you if you listen to that music, that means you are in the brothels, you're you know you know the whorehouses, you're in the the low income you know poor areas, music for the poor people, you know. So a lot of people, um, I guess you know as as I understand it, you know they were they were ashamed or they were embarrassed. You know, like you don't want to get caught listening to that music because then now, uh -huh. uh, oh, you're, you know, you're one of them. Associate you, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're into that type of stuff. Oh, okay. So I've heard both stories. I wasn't there. So, you know. I get you. You know, take it for what it is. I understand. Yeah. So, all right. So then let's just skip past that there, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, uh, what, uh. I think I think your specialty is like battalion musicality. Is that correct? All right, would you say that's your specialty yeah. or what? Yeah, I, I've created the system in 2010. Okay. 2010, we did that. Yeah. Well, well then tell me what happens between you know 06 and, uh, and 2010, man, and 010. Like you just practicing or practicing and teaching or what? Uh, I, what what's considered now to be modern bachata? That's what I started with. That's what I did. Um, and then in two real quick, real quick. Uh, so modern bachata not being Dominican, I don't. I'm not even sure. Is that Dominican or no? Is oh man, it's 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 these are these are all again man-made terms. Right, right, right. And and so I'm just okay. I know how it was classified to me. Okay, it's really just what people would consider that I guess would be you know bachata with a lot of salsa turn patterns. Oh, but but see the funny thing is on the island people the Dominicans would consider that. With a whole lot of merengue turn patterns and not salsa turn patterns. Okay. Really different the two worlds, you know, the people in DR and then the people outside of DR with the okay. other. Okay. Uh, they is it's two really different. Yeah, languages. that's what it sounds like. Two different languages. It's, it's crazy. But um, so I was doing a lot of patterns, you know, turns and I, well, I'm not a dipper. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to hold nobody's body weight. <laughs> I ain't throwing out my back for nobody. Nah, I'm right there with you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but uh, definitely, you know, I definitely did some turn patterns. Um, and so I, I did that a lot uh, with how I was dancing. And then in 2009, um, when I was living in San Diego, because it's a big military town, there's a big, big uh, Dominican, Puerto Rican, just pretty much Caribbean population over there. You know, they're all stationed over there. So my club, man, shout out to JP. My club, it, it was it was called Club Caribe. But now it's called uh, La Luz Ultra Lounge. Uh, I used to live right by it. And that was honestly the only place where I felt comfortable, you know, because there's a lot of East Coast people, a lot of Caribbean people, and just, just a lot of loud yapping and a lot of loud trash talking, which is what, I, which is what I'm used to. Uh -huh. So I, I felt comfortable over there in, in that environment. Um, but then I noticed, you know, the music was different. And so, again, shout out to my friend Kathy. Uh, so she's Puerto Rican. She was stationed there in the Army. And... um we danced at the club. And again, I never met her. Would you like to dance? Sure. And she just had this flavor. Ooh, man. It, it, it was crazy. And so here I am with, you know, all, all the turn patterns. And here she is just, you know, body movement and just all type of sassiness. And I, and after the dance, I, I promise you, I was like, I told her, I was like, man, I, I never danced with nobody like you before. And she said, I never danced with nobody like you before because she wasn't used to all the turn patterns. And I was confused. I was like, huh? Because again, that's what I thought. Well, this is how people dance bachata. So then, then I started paying more attention to the dance floor, and I'm like, huh, nobody really does this. 
Oh. It was because you know again it's, it's just full of it's, it's known as the Dominican club. Uh, so you know just a lot of Dominicans in there. You know Venezuelans, Puerto Ricans, and then you know obviously he's being in San Diego a lot of Mexicans. Yeah. But just normal. It's just a normal Latino club. Real quick, real quick. Yeah. Um, is it safe to say that you categorize like Dominican with talking about the footwork, or is that is that safe to oh. say or not? Nah? Oh, oh shit! Damn. Oh. Okay. Damn. Oh. That's what's sold to people. Oh. Right. So, honestly, now don't get me wrong. It's part of the dance, right? Like when you cook a steak, you put the salt and pepper on it. It gives it more flavor. Yes. But the main thing is that big ass juicy piece of meat, and that is body movement playfulness musicality you know a lot of rotations a lot of different shapes on the dance floor fun changing different levels i'm high now i'm squatting down you know now i'm moving my shoulders i'm moving my butt now i'm you know it's 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 all of that and then we sprinkle on you know your salt pepper whatever you put on okay there. okay uh i heard this from somebody i want to say it was josie out in australia i can't remember but she was given the analogy of you know, like footwork is the salt and pepper that you put on the on your meat. But what happens when you put too much salt and too much pepper on it? It's not good anymore. You ruin it, right? Exactly. Yeah. But in the business world, right in the Congress world, that's what attracts people. Is I like, oh, yo, yo, check that out, that's sweet. Right, right. But now all the work sizes. Right, right. All one hour long. Well, who does a one hour sequence of four <laughs> Nobody does that. You know, so. It's just, it's just how it's sold to people and, and packaged and, you know, the, the sparkly lights and the glitter is what attracts people, obviously. But that's not the dance, man. It really Damn. It's not. Okay. I'm, I'm glad you had debunked that for me then, man. It's, it's part of it. Don't get me wrong. It's part of it. But it's not. Okay. Uh, okay. Here we go. You ready for this? Ready. <sighs> let's say a song is four minutes, right? Okay. Let's say you do a, let's say you do a, a eight count footwork pattern, which okay. Really, usually everything is, you know, basically four counts. Maybe if you want to extend on like a long sequence, it's eight counts. In in real time, how long does it take to do that that eight counts? It's not that long, man. Maybe two to five seconds. Yeah. All right. So you do two to five seconds of a, of a footwork slash sign. That's a whole other debate. Some people want to argue about that. I don't care. Footwork slash sign. That's the same thing to me. Yeah, okay. We show. Yeah. Again, it, it, just, it just all depends on who you're talking to. But whatever. Let's say footwork slash shine. Let's say you know 10 different patterns, right? Uh-huh. 10 different cool things. Okay, so I know 10 patterns, and each one will give – I'll give you five seconds, right? Because, you know, two to five, I'll give you the best case scenario. It's five that's, seconds. That's less than a minute, right? That's less than a minute. <laughs> what are you doing for three minutes and 10 seconds? You got to do something else. Hey, I was on some of your videos, man. You better go back to that basic or what? You got to go back to the base. You got to yeah. dance with your partner. Right, right. You're holding on to another human being. Yeah, but that's like that's why we to. dance, man. She she want to have fun, or or he, you know, who, whatever. Exactly, exactly. Your partner wants to have fun too, but if you're just and they're just watching you, I, I tell people, look, just get on the table. Let me throw out some singles. If you go dance for me, <laughs> but I, you know, it's like don't dance for me, dance with me. With me, yeah. So, um, yeah, like I, I so that's why I focus. I focus more on that, how to dance with people, the connection, the frame, the body movement, the playfulness, the musicality, um, you know, and then other people could do footwork. Hey. That's totally fine because, again, it's part of the dance. But yeah. if more than, you know, whatever, whatever that is, 80% of the dance or whatever is partner work or partner dancing, I, I think you should know yeah. more than, than your footwork stuff.
I, I think the shine is, you know what I'm saying? That's how you show off, right? That's how you, uh, yeah. it's like, that's like peacocking, right? You know what I'm saying? You're trying yeah. to. Some of you, I, I would say yes, but you know, some people might, you know, they they like that, and that's yeah. Totally fine. But you know, can do you know how to dance with a person? That's uh-huh. hey, yeah. hey, well, so check this. I want to ask you, man. Um, I saw this video. I saw part one on your Facebook, man, about you know saying um dancing the basic with your partner, man. Is that? Let me get your opinion on because I don't think you answered it. Uh, do you think that's boring for either parties to do the, to go back to the basic? Oh. No, because it's not about doing the basics. It's how you do your basics. Mm. If you step, 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 tap, step, 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 tap, step, 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 tap, that's boring. That that, that That's very boring. Yes, that's going to be boring. Um, I didn't answer the question because I didn't need to answer the question. Ah, okay. It's like 100 comments. I saw there's like 70 yeah, comments. <laughs> right, exactly. Like there's nothing for me to say, and that's why I did that, and that's why I did it in the class uh, in real time because, you know, I could give my opinion, but – you know, it, it was a gentleman asking the question, uh, and he was basically saying, you know, that he um, sometimes he, he feels that he needs to fill in the whole four-minute song when while he's dancing with a woman. Uh, he needs to fill it with turns and dips and, you know, sequences and patterns and all that stuff uh, because he's he's afraid that if he does the basic or too much of the basic that his partner will, will be bored with the dance. And then he asked me if I thought, you know, if I thought that's correct or, you know, my opinion on that. And I love that question. Yeah, that's how I felt that way as well, though. Like the basic might be too boring. Right. And a lot of us feel that way because yeah. we're, we're, we're trained to think that, no, you need to do stuff. Because very few teachers will focus on the basics in class. So mm. if all you're learning is stuff, well, you're subconsciously thinking, yo, I like the stuff is it. This is what I need to do. Right, right. So, you know, so I can be an advanced dancer, so I can, you know, have the lady have a good time. Right. So, but instead of hearing it from uh, my mouth, another lead's mouth, let's ask the follows mm-hmm. and see what they say. And the majority, there was only one person that said, yeah, that's boring. Every other follow in there, no, please do more basics. Okay. Me. Like, but it's, that that happened in Detroit. And then the next weekend, it happened in Chicago, and it was the same result. It's the same result everywhere, but a lot of leaders, we we don't take the time to actually listen. Mm. It's, it's just, it's a thing. I get it. You know, men need to, we need to be better communicators and listeners. Yeah, I get it. You know, in real life, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, but the same thing, but the same concept applies to, you know, to when we're dancing. And again, doing turns is fine. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that, but to fill the whole dance with turns, uh-huh. I, you know, because look, I'm the one turning them. Meanwhile, the lady's over there, like she's sweating her butt doing off. the work, man. Doing all the work, exactly. So what happens next song? Same cycle. What happens? Right, song? right. Meanwhile, we're like, yo, you know, what's wrong? <laughs> hey, why are you out of shape? You know? And she's like, because you're not getting turned 50 times during the song. Yeah. So. Like I said, it's it's not it's not it's not wrong to do basics and it's not wrong to do patterns. It's just you know, again, I'm always about balance. Try to balance it out, but at the right. same time, what is the music? The, the music dictates everything. Right. So if king. it's a if it's a softer song, you know, maybe this doesn't call for all the hammer locks and all right. that that I know how to do. Some songs do, some songs don't, but it's more about musicality. Listen, you know, also you got to gauge your partner, you know, how am I as a lead? 
and how is she as a follow? You know, like for me in salsa to this day, I don't know how to lead a double turn or a triple turn. Okay. So I'm not going to do it. Yeah, okay. Limitations as a leader, I'm not going to try something I don't know how to do. But at the same time, let's say if I do know how to do that and I'm dancing with my partner, does she, can she follow that? You know, so if she can't, I'm not going to try to, I'm not going to try to do it. You know, so it's, it's, it's really, you know, communicating with each other. It's a two-way street. Uh, also listening to the music that's got to factor in. Um, and then just, you know, making sure that everybody has a good time. You know, I, I had a video, you know, don't, don't out dance your partner. Ah, you know, big thing. Because that can be discouraging for them. Yeah. Oh, and then, you know, and then now they're just discouraged. They don't want to come back to the social, to the Congress, to the club, to the party, to the whatever. And, you know, they could end up being a great teacher, but because that they had their first impression or that first dance that they had with somebody, you know, he was, you know, I don't know. Fred Astaire, you know, I don't know. He, he you know, James Browned him. Yeah, you know, I understand. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. You know, though. First dance, and now they're like, well, damn. Well, this sucks. I don't want to do this. You know, they they put their head in, you know, up up the tail, and they don't want to come back. Nah, that's so true, man. Yeah. I, as a I, yeah, job as um as a leader to dance with the party. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. I, I, I want to ask you this though, man. Um, so I, I you know, I'm not a teacher or anything, but how? Does somebody get better at musicality? And when I think about this, is it just listening to that genre of music more? Like, or how else? What other ways can people improve upon musicality? Honestly, I think um, it comes from learning how to listen to, to music. You know, uh, if there's musicality classes out there, you know, not everyone, not all musicality classes are created equal. Right. You know? A lot of a lot of musicality classes, they will take, you know, a certain ten second section of a song, and you'll do something that mimics whatever the music is doing. Right, right, right. You know, which is again, that's fine. That's part of musicality. Uh, but that's you know, like the whatever the word is, the micro, micro scale. You know, I look at it from the macro point of view. To where, so you're telling me that unless that song is playing, you can't dance musically to it. You know, like I I just learned I just learned these cool moves. But does that work to the next song? Does it work to the next song? No, it, it was tailored for that song. So just understanding the, the structure of things and, and, and how things could work and different ways to interpret music um, and then going and practicing. So a lot of it, not practicing moves, but practicing listening to music. You got to listen to music, listen to music, and then you're going to recognize patterns. You're yeah, recognize, yeah. Oh, this is consistent with this. And then it, it could cross over. Again, you take that concept. It'll cross over to another genre of music, whether kizomba, salsa, merengue, whatever. You know, you just take take the the of try to apply how you listen to this genre of music, and now well, do does the same concept work with this genre of music? And it just comes from from practice of listening to music. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, so it's like it's, uh, that repetition, right? Yeah, you start to hit, notice that pattern and everything. Right. I mean, there, there's a lot of ways, you know, that that I figured out. Uh, with bachata, you know, again, I, I'm not a musician. I did, I didn't, I have nothing to do with the creative process, you know, of putting music together. Uh, but I am a music junkie. <laughs> I love listening to music, and and then you know, I notice things that happen in the music. And then you know, uh, Juan Soriano and his band is a good friend of mine. Well, they they are good friends of mine. Um, so I would ask them questions, you know, and like, how do you know so much about the music? Because I ask questions. Like, if you don't ask questions, how are you supposed to learn something? Right, right. And, and because, you know, again, because I'm a nerd and I like to 
like to to get into you know little details about stuff. I would ask questions and he would answer it. But then what I think more people should also do is now that you you know go back and and listen and see if what they said you know is accurate or consistent at least not not to show up your teacher or whatever. But does this happen in more than one song? So I would listen. I'm like, yeah, it happens here. Damn, that happens here. It happens here. Dang. But then I would, as I'm listening, I notice something else. So I would go back. You know what else I noticed? I also noticed this, this, this. Ah, okay, well, yeah. So when we do this, then that means this is going to happen. When we do that, that means this is going to happen. I was like, damn, there's more? You know, so it's just, you know, just uncover more knowledge. Yeah. Back and listen to more music. Like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this is what happens. And so then, I, because I was just so fascinated by it, and it was so interesting, I was like, man, let me make a class out of this. And it turned hey. into one class, ended up turning into three classes. You know, because I was like, if this is interesting for me, maybe it's interesting for somebody else, too. Yeah. Right? Breaks up the monotony of learning a term pattern in this exactly. class. Exactly. Next hour, learning another term pattern. I mean, you, you, you take eight workshops, you learn eight patterns. There's only so much you can remember. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Yeah. I'm curious, man. Have you ever taught at the Miami Salsa Congress? Not yet. Not okay. yet. Not yet. Yeah, the uh, the one that just happened was last week or two weeks ago. Or... I, I went like a couple years ago, and I, I took a music class. I was curious. I, I don't know if it was with you or not. I forgot who it was with. No, it wasn't me. Uh, okay, which, so... which way? Which like the Miami oh. or Salsa or which? Oh, uh, Miami Salsa Congress. I performed there, but Salsa, no. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So just uh, just something that came to my mind. Um. So, so I'm curious, man. I want to talk about um, Joanne Soriano as well. I know that oh. I, I think you were with him, but tell me, man. So, so, so going back to 2005 and on, you know, you're uh, doing your thing. Um, yep. I, I'm curious. Are you a professional? Like, is that like teaching your full time gig now, or? Uh, I I do a lot of things. So I teach. Uh, I DJ. I edit music. I coach. You know, I, I, I coach football right now. Working with okay, a okay. club. So. I kind of like to do a lot of things that I like to do. That's awesome, man. <laughs> you know, so yeah, I've been I've been fortunate to uh, you know be able to travel the world and um, but I, I've I've never left football. Like my my passion okay. for coaching. Okay. Yeah. You know, because again, the kids are the future. You know, to me, it's yeah. To me, that has a bigger impact than you know bachata or teaching dance because you know you uh, you're you're molding a, a a young a young man or you know sometimes women play too. But, you know, you're just molding a young child. They got a lot longer to go, you know, and so it kept me off the streets. And, um, you know, it's my, I figured, you know, my way of giving back to keep, to help other kids, you know, not make the same mistakes that I did, you know, uh, in life, which could really have a lot of consequences later on. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I put, I, I focus more on that or I care more about that, I guess, than I do um, the dance world. But I do love teaching. Okay. Here. That's awesome, man. Yeah. And so I was curious. Um, I, I guess at what point did you, you know, I guess did you want to start taking dance more serious? Was it once your boy challenged you, saying you couldn't do it, or like, you know, what made you start taking dance serious? I did get challenged once, and that's kind of what started this whole thing. But, um, it was it was actually in in 2005 when I was still here in Chicago. Um, so so I actually I took it more serious in 2004, right? So 2003. I kind of, you know, dip my toe in the water just so again, so I could learn how to uh, dance with with my girl at the time. Um, we end up breaking up, you know, two thousand two thousand three was that? Uh, what am I twenty five? Yeah, two years. 20, 
Yeah, no, no. So we ended up breaking up 2003, two, early 2004, you know, and I'm 25 at the time. And I'm like, yo, you know, come on, single guy. You know, I still got, I still got a little bit of, you know, residual, you know, football body. So, you know, <laughs> I, I look more beefy. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm not ugly, but you know, I'm funny. I'm a nice catch, I think, you know, so, and then, you know, going out to the Spanish clubs, you know, it's like, whoa, look at all these, wow, beautiful women. So right, right. I realized that, you know, Honestly, uh, the majority of them, they just want to dance. They don't care what you look like. They don't care what you're wearing. You can leave. Yeah. As long as you can dance, you're good. You know, because right. you know, pop culture, you know, you know, standing on the wall, you know, holding on the wall, you know, you, you're the cool guy. But <laughs> at the Spanish club, you know, you're not the cool guy holding up the wall. You need to be on the floor. Right, right. So I was like, damn, I got to learn how to do this. So I, I just kept going. I stayed with it. Uh, 2004. Uh, I started dancing with another lady, um, and like we we practiced, we practiced a lot, a lot, and a lot, and a lot with with, with the bachata. Uh, and so then you know we would always go out, you know, again that Monday night spot, and we would just do our stuff, and people would see it, uh, and then you know a couple of my friends, you know, show me how you did that, show me how you did that, you know, and I, and I would teach them because you know, obviously I, I had to figure it out for myself. Yeah, yeah. I knew I knew how to teach it to them. And then uh, they were like, "Oh, you should you should start teaching with our friend Jillian. You know, she's doing a salsa class at this you know Mexican restaurant." I'm like, "I, I can't teach salsa, man. I'm not a I'm not a dance teacher. Like, I can explain to you guys what I'm doing because you know I, I know how to explain it." Um, but so anyway, they end up talking me into doing that, and I actually liked it because you know you meet all walks of life. Yeah. Like I had I had one time that was weird. Like I had a judge in my class, like a judge, a courthouse judge, and I'm like. And when he's looking, asking me for advice and, you know, asking me questions, I'm like, this should definitely be the other way around. (laughs) I should be asking you, you know, life questions and stuff like that. But so I was like, this is, that's actually cool. You know, and you meet people that actually genuinely appreciate what you're doing. And yeah, yeah. For whatever people are going through in life at the time. And, you know, dance kind of helps, you know, at least take away that, that, that pressure for the moment. Uh, So I enjoyed it. And, just somehow, like I said, it just fell into my lap. I never wanted to be a teacher. Okay. Ever. Um. Ever. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure you're gonna be like episode 40, man. And um, I talked a lot of instructors, man. I think like they all tell me they had no intentions of becoming teachers, man. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> no. Again, I never even wanted to dance. That was ah, my, okay. Into my plans. I just I was just doing it so I could dance with her. You know. Mm. Um. Yeah. So, but it it, it just happened. Guys, don't know, man. You know, I, I think of a Fifty Cent. You know, uh, I don't really listen to a lot of his music, but back in the day, he always said, "You know, this is God's plan, homie. This ain't mine." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I, this right. this was definitely not my thing." <laughs> me, I would still be on TV playing football. All right, <laughs> what's that? This this ain't my plan. So yeah, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm curious, man. What um, what changed in 2009 for you? Is that when you met Joanne or Joanne Soriano? Like, what happened? How did how did that come about? I met him in 2010. So again, okay, so okay. 2009. Uh, all right. So we'll get into that story. So the the challenge. We'll just call it the challenge. This is what this is what sparked the whole thing. So again, so I, I danced with Kathy. I'm at the Dominican Club. I'm starting now to pay more attention to how things are different with a different culture, and um, you know, so so that Sunday, you know, all the Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, everybody, all the South Americans, we would all get together and play softball. Because, you know, it's 70 and sunny every day. California, you can play softball year-round. Oh, no. And so, you know, when, when there's softball, there is alcohol. 
there is music and there, you know, it's, it's, it's a big party, you know, and, and sports. So, you know, the girlfriends would bring all the, you know, the food and the guys, you know, we'd bring all the speakers. And that's when I really understood, you know, like they would play their music. So I'm like, oh, this is how they party to their music. And, you know, the merengue they listen to is merengue typical, which is a lot of, you know, accordion merengue that I've never heard before. So I'm like, oh. what is this? And then you just seeing them, all, I, 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 you know, just seeing how they party. I'm like, yo, this is <laughs> you know, so, and that just opened my eyes more. Now I start, now I'm really paying attention. Um, so that's 2009, and then uh, so then that one time, now I'm now I'm in Australia. You know, later on in in, uh, in April, I'm at a, a bachata festival, and I, I'll leave this person's name out, but um, I, I asked this person. You know about how how to teach, you know, you know Dominican bachata, you know, because they were they were doing it somewhere else. And again, I put Dominican bachata in air quotes because there's really no such thing. But again, it's just how it's labeled and sold. Right, right. In, in the Congress world, uh, and so he tells me that, um, you know, basically, you know, no offense, but you'll never be able to teach it. I said, oh, 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 really? <laughs> and, and, and he meant that as a, I guess, a diss towards you. No, it, it's it's just the, the person that he is. Like he oh. he's a he, <laughs> he's a jerk, right? But like he doesn't mean to be a jerk. That's just his personality. Oh. So once you understand that about him, you know, then then you're just cool. It's like oh, it's just you know, that's just how he is. You know, it, I guess it's the it's the the stereotype of how you know East Coast people are rude or whatever. Like I don't. I don't think they're rude at all. I love East Coast people, you know, uh, but to somebody that's not from there, somebody that's never really understood them, then to them, oh, they're rude. They're the meanest people on the planet. So, you know, I, once I learned that about this person, that's just that's just his personality. Okay. So basically, you know, you never be able to do that. No, no American teacher will ever be able to to teach it. And then he just goes on for a million reasons why. And again, going back to that whole competitor thing, that, that's the last thing you want to tell to, to a competitor ever. Sorry. So there, like from that on, it was just, I mean, I'm full steam ahead. I'm asking questions. I'm doing, watching videos. I'm trying to figure things out. Like, cause now, cause now it was personal, you know? And, and then he told me, you know, you should follow this dancer, this dancer, this dancer. They really have, you know, what it takes. And in my head, I'm like, oh, come on. I'm, I'm, you know, just as good as they are. Come on, stop it. Uh, so yeah, so then it just became, you know, I, I was like Denzel, man. I was a man on fire. Okay, what's that? Yeah, that was the wrong thing to tell me. So, uh, so in 2010, I was in D.C. teaching at the uh, at at uh, at the, the D.C. Bachata Festival, and ironically, uh, Soriano's manager, because he lives in New York, he was at that festival, you know, and and I, and I you know, would, would teach with Soriano's music, so I met him. And I was like, oh, wow, you're, you're the manager. Oh, wow. You know, like, I, you know, I had a little starstruck and it was really cool. Uh, and so then, ironically, that October 2010, Soriano was, was going on tour and he was going to do a, a show in Chicago. So that was the first time I met him in Chicago. And, uh, yeah, I was, I was starstruck. I was, you know, I was fangirling or whatever they call it. <laughs> um, and then, and then I want to say 2011 is when we, um, when we did a project, uh, and we went to, to the, it was 2011 or 10, it's one of those. When we, when we went to the Dominican Republic to uh, film the DVD, the Bachata Breakdown DVD. Uh, so that was my first time, you know, to, to DR. And then, and then that's when, you know, like everything, everything just completely did. 
just I just I just completely threw away everything that I did because my eyes were completely open to not the dance but the culture. Ah. And everything that is encompassed with what bachata means to Dominicans, you know, and so for me, I was like, man, if I'm supposed to be, you know, quote unquote, teaching, you know, Dominican bachata, right? I'm, I'm supposedly the voice of a culture that's not mine. Right. You know, and what they're doing looks nothing. Well, maybe I should say what I'm doing looks nothing. <laughs> like. <laughs> right, but right, they, right. You know, and I was just like, and I'm just, you know, because we're going out, you know, we're going to different clubs, and different places. And I'm just like. Man, I've been lying to the people that have been taking my classes. You know, okay, like, okay. I was like, I, you know, my mom always told me, you know, you do what's right, no matter what. People are gonna like it. People are not gonna like it. But no matter what, you do what's right. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, dang, man, I can't, I, I can't do this anymore. So I literally threw away all of my content that I was teaching, and I and I took a lot of video because you know it's, a, it's a, it was a, a, an experience for me. Uh, and then I again, I just I went back to the lab. Barrel slash back to the drawing board, and I'm watching video after video after video, and I'm just kind of paying attention to what they're doing. Uh, and this is the time where I met Adam Taub, definitely a great dude uh, out of Denver, Colorado. Yeah, he, he does a doc or documentaries, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he filmed the documentary of uh, of Soriano. Well, hold on, hold on, man. Yeah, I, I want to talk about all this, man, but yeah, I don't want to forget this, man. Tell me, um, yeah. what was so different about you know? the bachata in dr man like what were you able to dance with the follows there or like were you not even able i don't know i i could i i had one dance i had one dance and i was terrible because again just the way they move Mm -hmm. and the and it's just it's it wasn't the side left right left right left right okay that you know and so just everything was different the movement the frame the shapes that they danced with on the floor Everything was different, so I danced one time, and that was it. You lost your confidence. <laughs> I oh yeah oh yeah oh, sat my man. butt in that chair, and it was I ate a nice piece of humble pie. Woo! Okay, a big piece. Okay, so I was like, wow, but yeah, it, it was. But again, it, it was good because you know, again, if, if I'm supposed to be representing a culture, right, it's a big responsibility, again, especially that's not mine. I can't. I'm I, correct. I got. I, yeah, I gotta. I gotta do what's right. So. I started asking a lot more questions and analyzing a lot more videos, um, till you know, till till it was at least. I, I wanted it to be where you know somebody of the Caribbean or you know Dominican would actually watch what I'm doing and say, "Yeah, that's my okay. child." Okay, yeah. okay. The approval that I that I ever wanted. I don't care if other people like what I do or not. It makes no difference, because again, it's, it's not my dance. It's not my culture. So I have to, I wanted to respect that of 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 the Dominican people. So. Whatever I did, whatever I taught, you know, I, I wanted them to look at it and say, yes, that's, uh, yeah, we, 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 we like that. We, we're okay with that. Uh, let me ask you this, man. Um, I don't want to get caught up on words, but um, what can, like, myself or other people do if we want to learn that authentic bachata, man? Is it, like, what can we do? Is it just go on YouTube, um, go uh, to congresses? Like, what can we do, man? Okay, so my opinion would be, uh, and again, everybody's going to have different opinions. I would say I, I would be very select. Okay, my first thing would be, what is your goal? Like, so when I say that, I mean, because like, there's a lot of cool stuff that's out there. There's definitely a lot of cool stuff. So, are you looking for cool stuff, or are you looking for what I 
called like accuracy. Do you want to be able to move and look the way that everyday normal person looks versus the way that your favorite teacher looks? Because the majority of the teachers teach you how to dance like them. Right, right. And again, that is totally fine. My my goal as a teacher was to teach you how to dance like the everyday person. You know, so there's not a lot of flash to it. But again, it's 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 a different understanding. It's a different mindset that they dance with. They don't dance to be seen. You know, they dance to just enjoy. They dance to forget about the pain, the struggle. You know, whatever, or for whatever reason. But it's not quote unquote necessarily to be on the stage. You know, holding a trophy. Right. Oh, um, so I would be very selective on who I would learn from if your intention is to you know I just want to be able to dance. I want to be able to go to the DR or wherever and dance with a, a local and not feel like a jerk or not look like an idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also you mentioned the YouTube thing. This, this also hit me to where, you know, a lot of times people will type in Dominican bachata and I did it too, you know, type in Dominican bachata. As on a keyword, YouTube. as a keyword, everybody going to plug. Right. But you got to, and then, but w- what type of videos do you get? So everybody uses that that Dominican, so it's gonna be a mixture, right? A little you bit get a everything. Lot of Congress videos. Exactly. Right? However, because remember, the Congress people don't dance like the the people you know in the Caribbean. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Majority, the majority of them. Now, again, not that either one is right or wrong, better or worse. It's just they just dance two different ways. Uh, so then I started thinking, because you know I'm, I'm getting all the videos of you know, all the teachers, and again, this is back in you know 2009, 2010, and I'm like, but there's gotta be videos. So then I started thinking, wait a minute. To the Dominicans, they don't call it Dominican bachata. Like, there's no such thing as Dominican bachata. They call it bachata. They call it bachata. You you know, bachata uh, bachata no colmado. You know, so the colmado is a little corner, like, store. You know, the corner, like a 7-Eleven, basically, quote, unquote. You know, you get your liquor, you get your water, you get your, you know, fruits, whatever. So people dance over there, you know. they they. So you just had, you had to, you have to type like a Dominican, or you have to talk slash think how a, a Spanish speaker would, would, would type it, you know. Oh, by like, so, so yeah, say that again, man, so, so people can hear that. Say it again, bachata, the corner store, what was it? Colmado, C-O-L-M-A-D-O. Okay. Colmado, right? Okay. So, you you know, you have to talk like that. Or you type in, you know, bailando bachata, you know. So instead of, you know, bachata dance, well, they don't right. type in English. When they upload the videos, <laughs> it's not in English. So that's why you're getting a lot of the English speaker stuff. And I was like, oh, yes, that makes so much sense. And so then when I put that, you know, or you could put, you know, bachata dominicana or, you know, whatever, not Dominican bachata, but bachata dominicana, mm. then you start to get a lot of the, okay. yo, this is it. And it's just video, people in the living room, people in the backyard, people at the beach. And I'm like, okay. So then I just started downloading all those things and I just started watching. And I'm talking okay. about some serious film work was put in. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. Hours, but that's because again, I like if I'm going to teach somebody, I need to completely revamp everything that I'm doing and represent this culture right. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't about me at that time. Is you know, I'm I'm not trying to lie to the people that had no idea, like I didn't have any idea. So I definitely understand that, man. You just got to you just got to word it differently on YouTube if that's what you if that if that's what you're trying to find and see. I understand that, man. It's so like your dedication to it, man. You're serious about this? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just integrity. I wish more people had it, you know, but it's, it's, it's the way, again, it's, it's the way I was raised. So my mom gets the credit for that. Hey, so no, thank you, ma. 
so um, so yeah, you you um, you go to DR, you know, you guys get, you know, you, your eyes get wide open. Yeah. And you come back. You say you start doing the DVD, or what happens when you come back? Uh, no. So we filmed the DVD over there. Oh, and okay, okay, okay. You know, with the actual, you know, musicians in the recording studio. Okay. It's it's a lot cheaper to do it there than to bring all the musicians here. Um, but it was it was it was the breakdown. So we had the CD, which we did. Um, you know, we would. I, I kind of put it all together. Uh, so Ben is is John Sodiano's manager, and you know, obviously Ben has all the, you know, like the, all the access to all the different tracks, you know. So and then you know, in my head, I kind of formed how we would do this. Uh, and then in 2000, oh man, like I said, it was 11 or 12 or something like that, you know, we uh, I think it was Ben's idea to come up with a DVD about it. Oh. How would we do that? Well, you know, just so the, the musicians can actually see, or so the people can see the musicians playing it. And I was like, yeah, I think we're onto something here, Ben. So, you know, we flew out there. Uh, man, yeah, it, it, it's in that time period, 10, 11, 12. It's somewhere. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, the CD came out in 10, uh, DVD 11 to 12. Maybe we filmed it in 11 and, and released it in 12. That sounds about right. Um, and so, yeah, again, that was just a whole learning experience because to actually see it live, and then now you're in the recording studio. It's like, wow. You know, again, I'm, I'm a kid in the candy store because I just love watching this stuff. I'm like, yo, this is dope. You know, so it's just pretty much the same structure, but now in video formats. You right, right. How they're doing it. Um, yeah, so that was, that was a again, it was, it was a great experience, you know, to be there and to be able to do that. You know, with, again, with Soriano and his managers, uh, Soriano and his, and his musicians, uh, to be able to do that was great. That's awesome, man. I was gonna ask you something. Sucks. Uh, I forgot I was gonna ask you, man. Sorry. Yeah, it's all good. So what happens after that, though, man? You um, what happens after? The, oh, that's what I was asking you. Is um, is that DVD still out? Like, can, can people still get that DVD? Yeah, it's it's out. It's uh, it's kind of awkward to get, and there, there's so there's, <laughs> there's a few links that have it, and this is where you will learn my biggest flaw, and that is you know marketing and oh. stuff like. I focus so much just on the teaching because that's what I'm okay. not really realizing like your social media, your marketing, all of that stuff. It's important too, man. It's pretty much more important. Sorry about that. Hey, it's bro. Than the actual teaching. Hey, man. It's kind of, it was coming to that. Yeah, that's, that's where we're at now in society. And I'm just like, ah, oh, gosh, you know, I, I always forget about it. So I, I want to say you can either look on iasorecords.com. Uh, I-A-S-O E-A-S-O records.com uh, I know that I know the DVD was available on that website or there is a um, gotbachata.com the, the, the DVD may be available on that what was the other one I say hey, hey, plug, plug the name of it real quick because Google might bring it up what's, what's the name of uh, the DVD well, so there's a CD and a DVD both okay. are called Bachata Breakdown because okay. you know, again, we're breaking down all the different instruments, all the rhythmic sections, everything. Uh, it's called Bachata Breakdown, and then the DVD is called Bachata Breakdown En Vivo, which means live. So N V I V O. Right, right, right. En Vivo, yeah. So it's, it's the live version. And then again, there's a bunch of bonus footage. So there's a lot of. Uh, we went to a dance contest out there. Uh, there's you know footage of that. So watching again, watching the locals dance at their local establishment. Uh, there's concert footage of you on Sodiano, you know, just, you know, so it's awesome, man. That's really cool. Yeah. So you can actually see it like live now. So yeah, that's awesome, man. One musician at a time. And now you're out of the recording studio. 
you see it actually performed or danced. Yeah, yeah. So let me ask you this, man. So you get back from the DR and you say you had to swap, you know, scrap everything, man. Um, how did you change as a person or as a dancer, I guess? Uh, very slowly. Very slowly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the, you know, the, the toughest part was finding somebody to practice with. Okay. Because you know? again, it's like open minded enough, right? I guess. Yeah. Well, well, not not necessarily that, but finding somebody that actually move, dances that way. You know, uh. if you take a trained dancer and you take somebody that comes fresh from the islands, they're they're it's it's not gonna work. You know, right, right, yeah. Two complete different ways of moving. Right. And so, you know, as I'm breaking down the video and I you know, I can I'm practicing with myself, like, okay, I got it, but I don't know am I doing it right because I actually need to feel it from the other end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody else. Uh, and so, you know, not being in that environment, you know, made it more challenging mm. to, I guess, I guess to practice what I've been, you know, assessing. Right. Right. So yeah, it, it, it was, a, it was a long process. And again, I still, there's still a lot that I'm learning. Yeah. It should be though. You don't ever stop learning, right? No, no, you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't, but yeah, there's a, there's a lot to it, man. And then, you know, people are still constantly coming. Like, what I'm learning now is, so so Edwin and Dakota are two. I look up to Edwin and Dakota, and I look up to to Adam Taub and then uh, uh, Ricky Ananda. Uh, Ricky's a musician that actually taught at the school, um, uh, the, oh, gosh, the Bachata Academy, I want to say, in Dominican Republic. Um, but But, like, just a lot of information, a lot of, great stuff but so Edwin and Dakota do a class called uh regional styles you know bachata regional styles and you know so Edwin's Dominican and uh basically how they explain how like different regions of the island well different regions of the Dominican Republic um they dance differently kind of like the accent in Alabama is different from New York is different from yeah okay whatever wherever else um you know, so everybody, you know, because again, a lot of people think, oh, well, Dominican Machado, everybody dances like this. Now I get you, though, yeah. No, but that's why a lot of us say that there's no such thing and there's no one style because right. dance over here is different from how people dance over here, which is different from how they dance over there. They're all Dominican. Right. You know, it, there's just so much to see. And the, and the true story which validated his class um, is as I was at a, a festival in China. It was a Shanghai Bachata Festival. I can't remember. 2016, maybe. All right. So I'm DJing, minding my own business. I look across the room and I see somebody moving, you know, the way how Edwin was talking about in his class. I was like, what? Oh, yeah, he's he's Caribbean or he's Dominican. And then and then and then I started looking again and I was like, wait a minute. He's from the East Coast. Mind my own business. Look back again. Wait a minute. He's from New York. Huh. Mind my own business. Look back again. He's from the Heights, you know, Washington Heights, which is, you know, one of yeah, the, okay. you know, notorious. Um, That's impressive. You you got yeah. all that from looking at him. That's even more impressive. <laughs> which freaked him out because, you know, I got I to gotta know now. Like, I'm, I'm in China. I'm not going to see this dude again. So I like, I, I got to ask him. So I asked him, you know, I was like, you know, I was like, you Dominican? He was like, yeah. I was like, you from the East Coast? He's like, yeah. How you know? I was like, you from New York? Yeah. Washington Heights? How you know, man? You know, so, you know. But I was like, man, it, 
he wouldn't believe me. I was like, you're not going to believe him if I told you. But, you know, and I talked about the class. And I was like, he just explained that how the way people move, you can kind of pretty much GPS them and pinpoint to where ah, okay. he's putting influence from. So the fact that I'm in China and I see a random stranger awesome, and by how he's moving, I can tell what he is, where he grew up, and like what state he grew up, what city, and like what part of that city. That's crazy, man. Really mind blowing to me. That is crazy. Yeah. So That's if wild. you're out there, if you're listening, and if you see Edwin in Dakota, and you see them teaching, you know, bachata regional styles. It is a really cool class, and it's very accurate. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. I'm curious. Let me ask you this. Um, I guess at at this point in your life, man, like, how would you define a success for you, man? Six. How, how do I define success? Yeah, for, for you though, like for at this at this stage in your career or in your life, how would you define success for you? And re- reword that, like, like. Um, I guess for you, you're teaching everything, right? Yeah. So like, is there is your ultimate goal to just be uh you know um a football teacher and a and a dance teacher or like like what's your ultimate goal? Uh, coach. I always okay. want coach. Okay. Yeah. Um, but 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 I'm definitely grateful you know for for all the opportunities that I have you know teaching dance because I love I love teaching dance almost as much as I love coaching. Um, but but definitely you know I I, I love. I would rather teach than dance, to be honest with you. Okay. People don't. I tell people I'm not a dancer, and they, and and, I guess I'm not. Not that I don't like dancing, but I don't really like dancing. You know, like I know how to. Um, you mean like even social dancing? You don't even really like that? Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah. Like if I didn't social dance, I would be just fine. Oh, that's crazy, <laughs> man. Would, but but I am a music junkie. So okay. When I first learned. Even to this day, I will go and I will sit right next to the subwoofer and I just want to hear loud, good music. Okay. And I enjoy watching people dancing. I have no problem people watching and I have a good time. But like dancing 75 songs in a row is not for me. <laughs> it's just not. Like it's not my. I feel you on that, man. Like I'll do it, but it's like, oh, man. Oof. Yeah, I, I've been to congresses, man, and yeah, some people, you know, congresses, they might go all night, man. I don't know how people do that, honestly, man. I, yeah, I, I personally can't do that either, so I definitely understand that, man. I, I'm um, curious, man, is, um, I, I guess, is your musicality, like, your, I guess, like, your most popular class? Is that what you, or do you still do, like, turn pattern class? Do you still do that at all? Uh, I I got away from the turn pattern classes because that that was basically what I was known for. Uh, probably two thousand seven to two thousand ten, two thousand ten, two thousand eleven. Got back, I guess. Now, now I focus more on you know musicality and movement. Okay. You know, but again, so the way that excuse me, like the the non technically trained dancer moves. Is completely different from the technically trained, uh, and and I feel that body movement is so much harder than okay. So, I, I believe it. If you're stiff, if you can't move, you will be exposed. I believe it. Yeah, and it's it's challenging, but at the same time, it it you don't have to remember anything anymore, which is what why I gravitated towards that. I was like, wait, what? So I don't have to remember guy turn, lady turn, hammer lock. I don't have to remember anything. I could just go out there. And move my body as the music moves me. Yeah. What? Yeah. Sign me up for that because I'm not trying to think. Okay. I just, I just want to do. Right. React. So, um, 
yeah, movement and musicality is what I is what I focus on the most. Hey, well, let me ask you this, man. For for myself and others who who might not be able to take one of your classes, man, how how can we improve um, our body movement? Uh, you know what? You know you know what I, what I would recommend. Well, there, there's a couple ways. Uh, shameless plug warning. Uh, I have you know a video, a lot of video lessons, 125 videos uh, to be specific. You know where, where I of my own video lessons where I break down musicality, timing. Uh, there's a folder of 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 uh, partner work. So like dancing, how how do I dance? How do I move? Uh, how do I you know just pretty much how to dance bachata? I have a uh, a folder for full work. Um, so that you know definitely reach out to me. You know either on Facebook, Carlos Cinta, or um, email cc bachata the number one at gmail. Uh, the website is ccbachata.com. You know, there's a contact button there. Uh, but definitely, you know, get 125 videos, everything broken down step by step um, of what we're doing. Definitely will, you know, improve. There's a lot of movement on there. A lot. I mean, yeah, go ahead and plug that. Is that something that people can pay yeah. for? or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's definitely something people pay for because um, it's pretty much my whole bachata brain on a USB. So again, okay, there's yeah. video files, 16 awesome. gigs of content. That's uh, awesome, that would man. Keep very busy for a long time because it's challenging, you know. Um, but then also, besides that, I would recommend or yeah, just that people take other styles of dance, right? So some of my best dances, uh, ironically, they're not with teachers, you know, like they're just with the average everyday person. Some of them are teachers, but the majority of them have just been people that just dance, but. They can dance bachata. They can do all kinds of salsa. They can do kizomba. They can do zoo. They can do merengue. They can do cha-cha. They can do, I mean, you go down, the, they do reggaeton. They do uh -huh. hip. They do modern. They do, you know, not modern bachata, but like modern contemporary dance. Yeah. They are dancers. Dancers. And all of that body movement and understanding and coordination. Yeah, yeah. Translates into bachata. So, you know, take hip-hop classes. You know, just being able, being... Um, I guess aware aware of your body and, and not being shy or embarrassed to kind of, you know, like uh uh, you know, be be yourself. Be yourself, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I was looking for, yeah. And all of that, once you, you know, I'm not saying you have to do every one of those, um, but I, I honestly feel that if you only dance one dance, if you only do bachata and that is it. You're, you're you're just capping you're you're limiting your own potential mm. and I like not that not that you're gonna be a bad dancer but the people that can do multiple yeah dances, I, that makes sense though man be so much better and 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 and, and I gave the analogy with you know because because when I was growing up playing football my football coach said I don't want football players on my team I want athletes ah play baseball play basketball play football run track, play tennis, swim, do all of that stuff because all of those movements, all of those skills yeah. over and vice versa. Exactly. You know, so it just makes you a more well-rounded dancer. Yeah. Well so I, I think that makes a lot of sense, man, because um, you're going to learn more from like different things, right? And so once you, you'll be able to incorporate exactly. everything you learn, right? Because it's just playfulness. It's, it's just, it's body movement. Like, the, I, I mean, I get, unless I'm wrong, like there is no such thing as a bachata move. Mm -hmm. You know, like whatever I do in bachata, I'm sure you could do something else, right? 
Yeah, yeah. And and as long as I can figure out the timing of it to a different dance genre, I'm sure I can do. You know, for example, we'll just take a body roll. You know, yeah. Body roll by Chata. You can body roll in salsa. You exactly. Can so there's no such thing, in my opinion, as, as, as a strictly yeah. Str- like, oh, that's a bachata move. Right. Do it in whatever you want. I'm just, you're, you're dancing, you're expressing yourself. So I agree with that. I never thought about that. And I think you're right, yeah. man. Yeah. So, it, and and definitely, uh, I've never taken a, okay, so maybe I tried once and I was just trash. <laughs> but like, like the, 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 uh, oh gosh, the, 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 like the Cuban, uh, uh, Rumba, or, you know, like you know. the body movements. Oh, okay. Yeah, like those Afro Cuban movement classes. Ooh. Those things are hard, man. They're hard. Because that's a lot of coordination, a lot of them tiny little muscles and control that you didn't even know that you had those ah. muscles. <laughs> so sore. Yeah, because you don't use those muscles. Yeah. And other types of dance will, will you know, definitely strengthen other areas of, of your body. And then just you'll, you'll be able to control your body so much better. Yeah, man. And everything you do. So, so I'll say, man, yeah, man, cross chain. I was going to say is, um, a question I ask on my guests is, um, you know, for beginners who feel like they're stuck in a beginner's rut, uh, a lot of times some of the, the some of the answers I get is to, you know, go dance a different dance. Yeah. And it, it makes sense that, you know, because yeah. you incorporate what you learn back into it. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I want to ask you that same question, though, man, for for beginners who feel like they're they're in a beginner's rut in bachata, you know, how can they get up that rut and how can they improve, man? You know, sometimes. So what I did, I walked away. Oh. Because like, because if you if you, and and I'm not saying this is the, the answer. I'm saying this is what worked for me. Um. It took again going back to the salsa. It took me two months to figure out how to do the crossbody. That is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> two months. I I just I couldn't do it. So you know, like sometimes you want something so bad, like you just go, you go, you go, and and you now you're trying to force it. And now, you know, whatever, I'm trying to hit a home run. And now, you know, now my swing is just complete. I'm, I'm practicing, actually practicing bad habits. Right, right. My swing is just completely off. I'm trying to throw as hard as I possibly can or run as fast as I can, but I'm tightening up my body because I'm trying to force it while I'm actually running slower, you know? Um, so for me, what I did is I walked away. Like, I was like, because I was mad. Like, I, I'm done. I'm done. I don't want nothing to do with this. And I promise you, right over there, is the exact spot when I was cooking something is when I figured out the crossbody lead, not in the classroom. Okay. I was cooking and I, you know, I always cook with music and I was like, Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, <laughs> so, but that's when like, I wasn't taking any classes. I was done with dancing. I was over it. And, you know, so sometimes, you know, just walk away, Yeah. pick up, you know, maybe pick up a different dance or pick up a different hobby. Um, and then come back to it. And, you know, you just got to, you know, re- refresh the system. Sometimes that could be good. That's what I did. I'm not saying that's for everybody. Uh, or, you know, maybe I know some people, when they want to get out of that rut, like they'll go to, I'm just using the city as an example, not to say that this is the only place, but, you know, some people will go to New York and train, you know, with other teachers, you know. Yeah, that's a big city, though. Yeah, like you, you could go anywhere and train. You could go overseas. You do whatever you want. But, you know, they'll, they'll seek out people that, you know, are, you know, good established teachers and they'll train with them. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, take private lessons, you know, yeah, get that one-on-one attention. Cause you know, a lot of times, you know, in, in a class setting, it's kind of difficult. It is for the, for the teacher to really nitpick at, at yeah. you know, 
let's let's correct this and fine tune things. So I, I, I would say that that would be. No, that's perfect, like, man. No, don't you know? Don't be afraid to fail, also. Hey, big one. Mess up. But I, I think the important thing is knowing where you mess up, so you know how to, so you know at least what to fix. Yeah. You know, but that, I think that that would come from a private lesson, or you know, just training, you know, under, I guess, you know, good teachers, you know, to where they can spot, oh, look at your hand. That's what it is right there. Look at it. Yep. Fix that. Okay. You know? And then, you know, and then you'll be able to, to, to fix it. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious, man. Um, you're, you're in the club. This is, you're in the club and, um, you know, this beautiful lady asks you to dance some salsa. Are you going to dance salsa or are you going to say no? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and anytime, look, anytime somebody asks me to dance, I say yes. Okay. Unless my friends. Because they know I don't like dancing, and and they do it on purpose. Okay. So, get out of here, man. Okay. Especially if it's to a good song, like I just, I just, can I just listen to my song, please? Okay, okay, I got but you. But if it's you know a student or somebody, I, I always say yes. Always. Okay. Always. For but sure. it, it's because I'm not passionate about dancing. Which again is is I as we. But you're a dance teacher, like yeah, I love. To, I will teach. I've, I've done it before. I've taught ten hours in a day. Like I will teach all day long. Okay. Promoters, man, fill me up. Give me as many classes as you want. I don't care because I love teaching. That's awesome. And and, and then I tell people, you know, like, I, I think if I was on a date, you know, and it's just, you know, me and the person, whatever, you know, again, hypothetical situation, me and the person go out on a date and, you know, we're, we're just at a club dancing. Yeah, I'll dance all night with her because, you know, that's that's what we're there to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just like the song after song after song after song after song. Some people are a bit like that. Hey, I, can't. I feel you on that, bro. I can't do it. Um, but I, but I, but again, if it's a student or somebody that I don't know, I will say yes every time. Okay, so I don't that guy. All right, 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 right. You get that yeah. reputation. And and but and I will also give my disclaimers, like you know, me and salsa. Eh. And that, that was my question, like, yeah, are you we, do you dance salsa? That's my that's my real question. Can yeah, yeah okay. okay. You know, again, I'm I'm not the best. My main thing is I always tell them I will keep timing, and I'm not going to tear your arm off. <laughs> so like, Ooh, that's yes. cool, man. <laughs> let's go. You know, some people say, yeah, you know, like my like the old man, like my grandpa in the kitchen. That's what I do. Hey, that's your style, man. Yeah, but it, but it, it's because I hate sweating, you know, and I know that's weird for an athlete to say it. Uh, okay, okay. Every time I'll get sweat in my eyes, I get pissed off. I rush for 100 yards. It's salty, man. Just, yeah. But, uh, but no, so I, I don't like sweating. So my move, my moves are always, you know, small, compact, and more playful. I'm, I'm right there with you, man. Like when I dance, I don't want to work out when I'm dancing. So I'm right there with you on that, man. I'm I'm kind of lazy on the dance. Floor. Yeah, yeah, I'm lazy. I'll take it. <laughs> that, that's me. You know? But but that's the beauty. Like we're we're the lazy people. When you're tired, you dance with us, and when you got that energy, you go dance with those people. That are yeah, exactly. Go dance with that. That's great. That's fine. Like I'm yeah. your break rest. Your right, rest. right, right. No problem for me. So yeah, so my passion, man. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I like batata, man, but my passion is kizomba. That's like, okay, that's where I thrive, man. Yeah, I need to get more into that, man. I do. Dude, if you lazy, man, I think it's perfect for you. <laughs> yeah, right, I, I love it, man. I've I've loved it. I've always loved it. Dude, it's my favorite, man. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this, man. For people who um who are intermediate dancers and they want to get to that advanced level, what does it take for them to progress? I think it all depends on what what people's interpretation of the word advanced is. You mm. know, so for me, I don't believe in levels. Um, and I've always thought like this. And then I heard an interview with uh, Quinda Lima, which, you know, is, is a 
is a, a Kizomba guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he's up there on the food chain. Man. I um, you might know his partner, but uh, Rakita Alta was like one of his partners. I interviewed her. I definitely oh. know Quinn Lee though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Quinn Quinn is cool people, man. I met him one time. I I, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of the guy personally. Definitely like the guy. Um, but um, but yeah. So so I don't believe in levels, and and here's why, right? Let's say, let's say me and you go take a jazz class. Have you ever taken or a tap dance? You know, I don't okay. know. Have you ever taken that before? I don't know, but I mean, I know what it is. But nah, right. nah, nah. So guess what? We're both at the same level. You know, so I don't believe in levels because if people, if two people or a group of people are learning something for the first time, they're all at the same level. Right, right. Uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. You're at the same level. Now, the people that are more experienced in that dance will probably pick it up faster, but that doesn't mean you're advanced. You know, mm-hmm. I, so, so I, I don't believe in levels. Right. Um. Uh, now, now I was gonna say something I forgot. Oh, uh, so 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 what I would do is I say, you, to me, you are quote unquote advanced when you take let's just take you know whatever take a basic move or a, or a certain move whatever move X, and you can do that to a slow song, you can do that to a medium song, and you can do that to a fast song. I and like it that. It looks effortless for all of them. Yeah, take a certain move, and you can take a person that's never danced, you know, whatever, bachata, salsa, yeah, whatever. They've never danced the dance before, but you can execute it with them, and you can execute it with the person that is a seventeen-time world champion, and the move looks flawless and effortless with both people. That to me is being an advanced, yeah, lead or follow. You know, again, just reverse the roles, whatever. Um, but. I, Beginner and immediate. I don't. I don't. I don't believe in all that because if you when you put beginner on the workshop schedule, how many people show up? Three. Yeah. Right. It's their first congress ever, or even though it's their first time experiencing that dance, you're gonna have three people there. You put advanced, and the classroom is full. Classroom is full of people that struggle with timing, struggle with the basic. So uh, it, 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 that's an ego thing, I think. Okay. Uh, but I, I would. I would to improve. So we'll just use it for the sake of the argument. You know, you're an intermediate dancer. I would say, go back to your basics, your basic steps or whatever. But now improve those. Do those with more flavor. Do those with whatever. Do those with more shoulders. Do that with more booty movement. You know, do that with more movement and more flavor. You know, because again, there's the. Uh, it's hard because we're on camera, but you know, like I show people, there's uh, and I would just step one, two, three, tap. You know, and I would just repeat that. There's that basic, right. but now the one, two, three tap. But you know, like right, now, right. That's two. Com- it's the same. Yeah, two different two, things, but just two complete different ways. Definitely. So, I would say go backwards, and take all of those basics that you know, and now add, you know, do your little upgrades. You know, you have your car, but now you have, you know, leather seats. Now you got a sunroof. Now you got a you know a CD player or whatever yeah. DVD player in the car and it's the same thing but you just upgrade it so now I have my basic step with shoulders with body movement with you know whatever else that you can spice it up with. Uh, just a heads up, man. I, you know, I asked I asked pretty much all my instructors, all my, my guests that are teachers that question, and they all say, man, you know, for intermediate to go to advanced, go back to the basics, man. That's what they all say. That's where it is. Yeah, man. It, it gets to a point, man, where everybody is now social dancing is like social competition, you know? Mm. And everybody's trying to one-up the next person. Yeah. 
how, you know, I think that's how we got to where we are now with Bachata. Like, it's not even recognized anymore. It's just completely out there in left field, out of space. Like, what is this? What What are we even doing? You 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 have a Bachata show in a full two-minute, two-and-a-half-minute piece. There is not one basic step. In oh, that. man. So how is this a Bachata show? It's a show to Bachata music. Right. Sure. Yeah. Chat the music, but yeah, sure. And again, it is nothing that is not to take away from the dancing. It's a beautiful art. It's a beautiful dance. But are they dancing bachata? It depends on the show. Some of them aren't. It just, nah, that but again, but but it's it's become so competitive that well, they're doing A, we need to do A B. The next person is going to come and do A B C, and now now it's just all over the place. It's like ah, yeah. what are we doing? Yeah. Let me ask you this, man. Um, what does the word musicality mean to you? So to me, it's, you know, again, um, it's not, well, I'm not, I'm not going to say it's not. I'll say it's more than, it's so much more than taking a 10-second section of one song and doing all the accents or beats to that. To me, is musicality is basically... You're bringing the music to life with your body, with, okay. with with what you're doing. So, in the calm parts of the song, you adjust to that. When the song gets more intense and it speeds up, or you get the mambo section or whatever, and it's more energetic and happy. Well, not I'm not gonna say happy, but just more energetic. You now dancing more energetic, you know, and and just being able to do the things react to what the music is doing. You know, and then of course, you know, with that, you add the little bump, bump, bump. You know, then you do bump, 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 or whatever with your body movement. But it's not going to do that the whole song. There are feelings and emotions. You don't even need to know the language. You need to understand, like just, just not, not. You need to understand, but just understanding what the overall feeling of that song is. So, to give an analogy with that, I was just in Amsterdam in January, and there's a song. Man, my French is terrible, but. <laughs> uh, Formidable or whatever, and it's by uh, Strome, right? Never heard of the dude. I have no idea who he is. Never heard of him. But and and I was riding in my friend's car, and it's deep, like it's deep. It's just just straight piano and just all types of stuff. And I was like, wow, like you could just feel, feel it in his voice. Right, right. I have not a single clue what he's talking about. You got that feel though. In, in the in the tone Those, of the music. Yeah, yeah. And then my friend, you know, so, so she understands how she speaks French. So she was like, for you to even understand, like, just, and I, and I told her, I was like, something, like, something happened in this song. I don't know what it is, but, like, whatever it is, this dude is going through. Like, he's, he's, he's seen better days, right? <laughs> and then she was like, for you to even know that that's kind of, you know, basically what the song is about. So right, like, right. That's crazy. But I was like, but it's, it's just how the music is. And then when I saw the video, I was like, Damn. He's at like rock bottom of life right now. Okay. So yeah, uh, F like for me double. That's I don't I can't and I don't even remember what it means. Uh, uh hold on, not keep going now. I I, I got to find it on it's YouTube. Like, oh, I say it's something I could post that in like the video later, man. I oh. I got you can send it to me on Skype or something, bro. For me double by Strome S T R O M A E. Okay. Best. Okay. Un, ah, I can't remember now what it meant. Like pitiful or something like that. I don't know. For those French speakers, please forgive me. Yeah, they're screaming through the phone right now. But, uh, yeah, they're screaming at us. I'll, let, let me ask you this, man. This is probably the last thing to ask you, man. Um, 
what is one tip that can make someone a better dancer immediately? Uh, open-minded, being open-minded okay. and not, uh, not putting things in the box. I got a bunch of tips, not putting things in the box. There's so many people that just, uh, I hate Dominican. Uh, I, hate uh. Uh, I only do this. Uh, I only do that. There's so many, again, so many moves, so much beautifulness crosses over to everything. You know, dance the way that you dance. Mm. That's another thing. Be you. Don't worry about, you know, get out of the mindset. Oh, it's a, a Aventura song or, or a, a remix, so I'm supposed to body roll. Oh, it's a Luis Vargas song, so I'm supposed to do footwork the whole song. No, you be you. You dance how you dance. Yeah. Now wants to look like everybody else and looks like the dance floor looks like a big flash mob. <laughs> do the same thing, you know, so don't be afraid to be different. Um, <laughs> man, I, I can go for days, man. Just keep learning. Again, be, be hungry. Take privates. Oh, yeah. if, if you can, or at least, you know, learn, take, take as many classes. How about that? Yeah. yeah. Many different teachers as you can. Cause you know, some people will ask me, well, should I go take classes with so-and-so? They're going to be in town. I personally will know if this person is any good or not, but I'll tell them, yes, take classes because I'm not going to influence your decision based off of what I feel. You may go there and you may love this person. Exactly. This class was great. I had the best time. And I could have taken that away from you by saying, oh, no, they're trash. They're, you know, don't, don't, don't go see that. So learn from everybody, even if it's in the same style. Learn because a lot of teachers have different ways of explaining things. Um, so learn from everybody. Learn everything. And just and just, and just be hungry to to learn more, you know. That's that's, that's perfect, man. Uh, that's what I that's what I would advise. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this, man. Uh, what upcoming events do you have going on in your life, man? So okay, I got my opportunity to plug yourself, uh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, let me figure out how to work this calendar today. Uh, so this weekend coming up uh, on Easter weekend, I'll be at the Baltimore Salsa Bachata Festival. Uh, that's uh, April 19 to 21. Following week after that, I'll be in San Antonio just for some, you know, Carlos workshops. Um, on the uh, 27, 28. Uh, let's see. Oh, May 23rd through the 30th, I'll be in the uh, Dominican Republic. I'll be doing my teacher training course over there also. Uh, for those of you that are interested, you know, being teachers or just learning, or maybe you already are a teacher, but just, you know, uh, want to learn different ways, different methods on how to teach. Uh, that I'll be talking about that. Plus, you know, the bachataparadise.com, uh, the Bachata Paradise Festival is a great one out in a, out in the motherland over there. Uh, so that's a that's a, a great festival there. Uh, in June, June twenty second, I'll be teaching work, local workshops here in Chicago. Um, June twenty eighth, Memphis. Um, New Orleans, hey, come here. Hey, hey, it is, it is. It's uh, August nine. I'll be out there that weekend. Yeah, nine to twelve in August. Uh, definitely new. I ain't, I ain't been to the Big Easy in a minute, man. Hey, man. Ooh, it's just been a while. I, I miss it out there. Yeah, man. So yeah, man. There's, there's a. I got a few things going on. Not as much as I used to in the past, but I got I got some things going on. That's so, awesome, man. Can't complain, man. I'm grateful that people still, uh, you know, contact me about learning and still hungry. That's awesome, man. Yeah, when you um, when you come down, I definitely got to take your class, man. So I'm, I'm excited for that, man. Yeah, yeah, man, do it, do it, cause yeah, it's again, I, I teach, I tell people, I, I make you think, you know, um, 
So let's see, down south. So are you from? Do you watch football? Of course, definitely. Uh, Arian Foster. I know of him. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, again, he, this dude is—he's a really intelligent guy, and so he, yeah, he retired though, right? Am I, yeah, am yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's funny, man. He he kind of does things his own way, which kind of you know I'm like that myself. Um, but but he was always saying that. Well, in the interview, he was saying that he was thankful for his parents because they taught him how to think and didn't tell him what to think. You know, and I was like, yes, that, my goodness, yes, yes. So in my classes, um, like, I don't I don't tell people, you know, whatever, do this, do that, guy turn, lady turn. Like, I, I, I teach you to move. I play the music. You got to figure out how to do it on yourself. Like, well, like, I teach you when to do it, obviously. You know, on the one, we do this. On the two, it's here. You know, blah, blah, blah. But the whole class, I'm not going to direct you throughout the whole entire time. Like you need to figure out how to do this on your own because you're not going to have me in your ear every right, time right. you go dancing, turn, turn her now, turn her now, you know? So, and then especially with the musicality, like I play a lot of games slash have a lot of quizzes in there and I make it, I make it interactive. So you're going to come in there, you're going to learn something definitely. And you're going to, you know, I guess my goal with the musicality is that you never hear the music the same way again. And, and the great analogy uh, a former student said is that, before the class, they heard the music in black and white. After the class, now they hear the music in HD. Okay, you know, sure enough. Because I was like, damn, that's, wow, that's, that's cool. awesome. Again, yeah. I feel apart everything. I take apart everything. And now you're going to start to notice so many different sounds in the music that you've heard the song a hundred times that you never heard it. A hundred and one. Yeah. It does it. <laughs> well, yeah, because now you're learning how to listen to music, which, you know, it seems silly, but. Yeah, I hear it. One of the what was that? And uh, what was that? White man can't jump. Like you, you hear me, but you're not listening, or something like that. Okay. When Wesley Snipes said yeah, that yeah. to him. <laughs> so yeah, um, definitely, I challenge people's understanding and challenge them how to think during the class. I'm a teacher. That's what I'm, that's my job. That's what I'm supposed to do. I want you to know what you're doing and why you're doing what you're doing. That's my job. That's what's up, man. Yeah. That's awesome. I want to um. Oh, I want to thank you, man, for you to take the time out tonight to talk to me, man. Oh, I appreciate it. Definitely appreciate you having me on for sure. Oh man, thank Anytime. you, bro. Nah, really, seriously, man. Um, real quick, let the people know how can they get in contact with you. Yeah. So again, uh, Facebook, Carlos Cinta, uh, C I N T A. Send me a message, please. Um, don't send a friend request because those kind of, you know, get overlooked. There's a, there's a lot of those, but send me a message. Hey, you know, I, I heard. I heard the podcast, you know, on two left feet or, or you know, whatever. Um, uh, there is um, Instagram as uh, CC Bachata. Uh, website is CC Bachata. There's a contact me button on that. Um, yeah, those are those are the main three main three platforms that I use. And again, don't don't be afraid. I'll talk Bachata all day long. So please ask all the questions. Ask where to go. Ask who I recommend as teachers. You know, et cetera, et cetera. Ask me anything. If I don't know the answer, I'll find somebody that knows it. You know, because I just I, I like helping out. I'm here for the peoples, like Robin Hood. You know, so for the people, for the peoples, man. So yeah, oh, man, that's awesome. Hey, man, Carl. Like I said, man, I really want to thank you, man. Um, it's been a great conversation, man. I really appreciate it, man. Likewise, likewise. You, you definitely do a good a good interview, man. I, I like that. Hey, yeah, I really appreciate is, that, is, man. Is your background in that? Is like, is that what you went? Oh, went? not not at all, man. I went to school for business, man, but um. Okay. I just like I enjoy dancing, man. So you know, I've 
I'm enthusiastic about it, so I want to learn about it. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like you with Pachate. Yes, no, but the, the, the way you, you fly, I, I enjoyed the interview, the way it flowed and the way you just, you asked some good questions, like questions yeah. I've never been asked before. I was like, okay, awesome. <laughs> now I'm glad. I mean, you were easy guest to talk to, man. So, you know, easy guest makes it easy for me, man. Oh, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate yeah, it. No doubt, man. It's something I'm passionate about, you know, so. Yeah, right, right, right. That's easy. You start talking about things that I don't care about, you get one word answers. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely said that, man. For me. Hey, man. Um, and I hope, hope you don't have to wake up too early, man. But like I said, man, thank you so much, bro. No, no, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. And uh, yeah, anytime, man, you want to do it again, just let me know. Hey, I'm with it, man. That's all it is. Hey, everyone. Uh, if you made it this far to all the end of the video, I want to thank you so much. Um, my overall goal with making these interviews and these episodes is uh, to give a voice to dancers, you know, to give them a platform to speak their story. So uh, if this is of value to anyone, then that, that means the world to me. Um, my overall goal is to give value to the dance community. So if you find no value in this, and I, I urge you to please let me know where I can improve on. Um, I, I truly want to, you know, just, uh, give value and content to, to the dance community. Um, so please let me know how I can improve where I'm messing up because to be a hundred percent honest with you, um, you know, I'm learning along the way as I do this. I, I truly am. So, um, to be able to interact with, you know, the dance community, it means the world to me because it. It gives me feedback and it lets me know, you know, what I'm doing right, where I can improve upon, um, you know, what I'm doing wrong, which I feel like might maybe more important. Um, so please, if you all could could comment and just let me know what you think, it, it means the world to me because you know that feedback just helps me improve. So um, please comment uh, as well. You know, please like and subscribe. That means a lot as well. Um, but. You know, I want to say thank you so much for for just watching this because it means the world to me. Um, you know, I wanna I wanna take you on this journey of the Two Love Feet podcast. You know, I'm, I'm very excited for it. So, once again, thank you so much.